the America's Jobs Team Podcast for economic developers by economic developers. Join the Consultant Connect team every Thursday for discussions surrounding the latest in our industry. Learn from fellow economic development heroes, get leadership advice, keep on top of industry trends and shifts, and so much more. You are a part of America's Jobs Team. And we're so glad that you're tuning in. All right. Welcome to another episode of the America's Jobs Team. I'm Carla Sones and delighted about today's conversation. We're going to head just north of us um, here in Michigan, at least to, to Canada and catch up with one of the America's top 50 economic developers who's coming to us from Toronto. So I'm really pleased to have on the podcast today, Michael Kashkarian from Toronto Global. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So I want to start um, with just kind of your background. I know everybody kind of gets into economic development in different ways. I think most of our listening base is probably in the United States and really curious about what's happening in Canada. Um, we're hearing great things about industry, especially in some of the major metros in Canada, like Toronto and Montreal. And I'm just so curious of how do you hear about economic development and get into the field of economic development? Like, how did you get into it and start working in Toronto? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And I find that like many of my colleagues in economic development, we often kind of just randomly find ourselves in this type of industry. Um, And for myself, uh, I like to say that I kind of fell backwards (laughs) into this job. It's a wonderful, wonderful position. Um, but uh, yeah, starting out, I would have had no idea that you know people like us even existed. You know, when I started my career. But I would say uh, for us, I guess broadly in Canada, you know, many many parallels to the U.S. Obviously, in terms of, of the work we do. Um, for myself personally, I found myself in this job. Well, I should say I, I started my career in civil service. So so working for the Ontario government, which is the, the province of Ontario, of which Toronto is within. And, um, you know, for a number of years, worked my way through a number of different positions in the Ontario government. And, you know, as I kind of developed my career, uh, you know, there's certain aspects that were very appealing to me. And one of those was more so on the, you know, the partnership space and, and how different groups of people work together across different industries. So broadly speaking, after some time in the government, uh, I moved on to uh, Ryerson University. And Ryerson University is a, is, a, is a university, very large, over 60,000 students in, in downtown city of Toronto. And it's actually just very recently renamed itself, Toronto Metropolitan University. But, but at the time, it was called Ryerson. And I worked in uh, industry academia partnerships at, at the school, basically connecting very smart people with people who wanted to fund their research. And uh, again, over a number of years, um, it was great to, to kind of help people and help make connections happen and such. And then I heard of this wonderful organization called Toronto Global that was actually forming. Um, so Toronto Global itself is about six or seven years old now. Um, so I had heard it coming together through the local media, very interested and, and um, you know, naturally a kind of a position opened up and I applied and, and here I am. And um, I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> at the time, but I was able to kind of take some basic principles in terms of, you know, connecting people and, and building relationships and such. And here I am basically helping international companies learn more about Canada and Toronto and helping them, you know, if, if this is the right place for them to grow into, helping them kind of land here and scale here. So a bit of a winding journey, had no idea that I would end up here, but uh, I like to say it's the most uh, challenging position I've ever had in my career, but certainly the most rewarding as well, which I know for many of us, um, we can say that. Yeah. And I, I hear that from so many people. And, and a lot of times, sometimes people will come into economic development because they are 
like have been really successful in business or in civil service like you were or um, in, you know, a university system. And then they come into economic development thinking like almost like, okay, this is like going to be a great run. I'm going to be able to relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they're like, this is actually a lot harder than it seems. So I think that's true for a lot of people. I want to circle back to one of the things that you mentioned, and it was that connecting and, and being in that university system and connecting really smart people And I'm just curious, you know, one of the things that we hear a lot about Toronto specifically is just the workforce and how diverse your workforce is and how extremely talented, you know, and high skilled the people are in that region. And I'm just curious today with workforce being one of the major challenges um, that companies are facing, I'm just curious, like what you and Toronto Global are continuing to do to kind of address that issue and if like immigration processes and those types of things are kind of impacting your ability to, you know, kind of do what you'd like to do with that workforce pipeline that you worked so hard to build. Yeah, well, I can't take any of the credit really in in terms of of talent and workforce development, but I'm certainly very lucky uh, and proud to be Canadian and and to live within the Toronto region. Um, you know, it's it's a wonderful city. I, I grew up uh, just north of Toronto, to be specific. But but when I go abroad, I say I'm from Toronto. And I, I and now I do live in the city of Toronto, and I have for for over a decade. But uh, yeah. So may I ask a question? Have you ever been up to Canada before? I have. Okay. Yeah. So I I've spent quite a bit of time in Toronto actually, yeah. and yeah. only because I mean I live in Michigan, so it's not right. like very. Far, yeah, you know, to get to Toronto. Yeah, so so absolutely, and I, I have family who live in Buffalo and Rochester and, and all over the states. So we we get a lot of uh, folks coming back and forth. But I mean, so you know how big Toronto is. Um, yeah, but many people don't, and that's so. Toronto Global represents the Greater Toronto Area as well as the City of Toronto. So actually, twenty four municipalities. Um, so we're a region of seven million people. So when you think about that compared to um, other cities in the U.S. and Canada, we're up there. Right. Yeah. Um, and in a country of 38 million people, you know, representing 7 million people is, is certainly a big chunk of us. So we're actually quite, um, I shouldn't say lucky. I mean, it's just who we are and that we have such a large region. And as you say, a diverse workforce, over 50 percent of the residents of the city of Toronto were actually born outside of Canada. So we it's a very Canadian thing to be proud of our diversity uh, and where we all come from. And, and so, for example, my background is Armenian. And and I was born in, in Canada, but my parents were immigrants. And so that's a very proud thing for us to kind of say to companies that are looking here. So we're still a magnet for immigration. Over the next three years, we're actually on track to welcome a record number of, of immigration to the country. 1.5 million people over three years. Wow. Yeah, the mo- most in, in our history. And that's really how we're kind of driving our economic growth is just people, right? More people. Yeah. At the same time, though, we're also pursuing, there's some programs that encourage uh, highly skilled individuals in terms of moving or, or being recruited into Canada. So there's a program called the Global Talent Stream, and companies can be referred to that program. And Toronto Global is a designated referral partner. And so basically, we can refer companies into the stream so that they can recruit from, from Bangladesh or France or Brazil or the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, into Canada and Toronto. And basically... Um, build up their workforce through, you know, bringing in wonderful people from abroad, as well as to straight hire, you know, Canadians locally. And those programs include a, a fast track through to permanent residency and, and citizenship, you know, within about three to five years. So it's a very popular program. Um, but again, Toronto, just, just bringing the, the Canadian perspective back down to Toronto prior to COVID. So 2019, 
uh, we are actually the fastest growing metropolis in North America. Uh, well, so I mentioned, you know, we're, we're going to bring in a record number of newcomers to Canada. Toronto actually welcomes over 100,000 people, immigrants into our Toronto region each year. So, wow. you know, when you speak to companies about, you know, attracting talent, retaining talent, we often say that, you know, you can find a diverse workforce and you can scale in the Toronto region. You can find your talent here, but as hopefully the company continues to grow and be successful, you can find people here to, to do that. So it's, it's something we pride ourselves on, uh, but it definitely comes from being, uh, you know, uh, recognizing that we're in a very lucky position being in Canada and, and being in Toronto. So, yeah, yeah, I love that. And I, I mean, whenever I've been to Toronto, it, you can tell that it is very multicultural. Like you hear people talking various different languages, like it really does feel like a really special place. I think that's so cool. When you think about the next five years with an influx of people still kind of like coming to Toronto companies starting in Toronto. Um, I know you've had a lot of success in like the tech industry and several other industries. What do you see kind of in the next five years? Like when you're kind of thinking about like what types of companies to really look to attract and where you see your economy going, like what are you kind of thinking of for the next five years in terms of deal flow? Yeah, a really good question. Um, I would say a couple of things. So on one hand, you know, again, we're lucky so representing such a large metropolitan region, we actually kind of work with any company, any size, any industry. So, so tech is certainly a major part of that. And I would say over the past five years, we've actually added more tech jobs than I think it's, you know, San Francisco Bay Area, Seattle, and I think DC combined, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of tech workers, we have, you know, uh, the most after the Bay Area, New York City. So from that perspective, we've definitely um, had a great track record in terms of welcoming new companies and in terms of expanding here. But we've also, you know, we've got a fantastic, at uh, from Michigan, so you understand, an automotive yep. sector, it's huge in Ontario. We're known as like Canada's engine when yep. it comes to manufacturing. So there's, you know, life sciences is, is huge here as well. And food, I mean, I could go, <laughs> I don't want to give mm-hmm. you the pitch, but so the past five years, we've certainly welcomed a number of companies in, in all industries, but tech has been fantastic. In the next five years, you know, everyone knows, of course, you know, there was, we've had COVID and, and now, of course, you know, thinking about the economy moving forward and inflation and supply chain, we're all kind of dealing with the same issues. But I think one thing that we kind of keep in mind is that, again, we're a growing city. And so we do have that benefit. You know, in terms of things that, that may not may be unique to us, I think we're all kind of, again, facing those similar challenges and questions and unknowns about the future. But I would say for us, you know, in these sorts of moments, it's always good to kind of look back within your own community and say, you know, how can we continue to kind of promote ourselves um, and kind of play to our strengths? And so I would say, what are the underlying factors of the Toronto region? Well, as you mentioned, it's our diversity. It's our, you know, educated workforce. You know, we have 18 colleges and universities within the Toronto region. One of our schools alone is over 100,000 students, University of Toronto downtown. Mm -hmm. So kind of returning to those fundamentals of a diverse workforce, a strong talent pipeline, um, you know, a, a, a diverse economy, by fostering those and kind of, you know, understanding the strengths of our own community, we can then continue to kind of reach out to companies that we think would find a good home here, or a second home, by the way. We never really look to relocate. We always look to help companies expand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's going to be a continued success for us by kind of playing to our strengths, especially in times of you know uncertainty and when the economy is shrinking a little bit. So 
thankfully, again, I'm a terrible salesperson, <laughs> but Toronto is a pretty good place to pitch, a pretty easy place to pitch. So I think playing to those strengths is, is very helpful for us. Yeah. I'm just curious when you think about like who you often compete with, do you compete mostly with United States for projects or new investment? Or is there a lot of other competition within Canada that you're often competing with? Like, who would you say are kind of like your top biggest competitors? Yeah, a great question. Again, I, I should say, and, and at Toronto Global, we have different teams that cover the globe. So for myself, mm-hmm. my perspective is working mostly with US companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have teams that cover Europe and East Asia and India and Australia. Um, but the U.S. is by far, you know, where we see uh, the most investments from. And I mean this truthfully. You know, when, when I speak to U.S. company, I say I'm a Canadian first. And, you know, wherever you may land uh, in Canada, it's a win for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I have the, the luxury of, of being in Toronto and, and knowing that, and I say this to the company, you know, if you were to land in Montreal, which is beautiful, and Vancouver, which is, you know, great tech uh, ecosystem, and, you know, they have the mountains and the ocean over there. Um, if they continue to scale and grow, they'll find their way here to Toronto at some point, right? In terms Mm -hmm. of hiring people. So we always like to kind of champion Canada first. And if Toronto makes sense for them, obviously working with them to support that. So uh, in terms of the regions we compete with, I would actually say, you know, if we're speaking to a company from Silicon Valley um, and they're looking for another hub, you know, it's Toronto and maybe Denver or Toronto Mm -hmm. and, you know, Nashville even, or, or like Salt Lake City, you know, places that you might not necessarily compare us to in terms of size Mm -hmm. but just because you know it's it's um they're looking for communities that are growing at uh toronto and miami right like it's are awesome right so it's it's those communities i would find that we more compete with and you know as as a canadian it's easier for myself to kind of say you know come up to canada and find your way to toronto but definitely yeah i I think more so it's the communities in the west that we find ourselves competing with Um, if it's a u.s company sometimes they're looking to london perhaps you know to abroad like mm-hmm. they're looking, especially for their first international location. Um, Toronto is a very strong contender, but sometimes internationally, they're also looking at London um, or maybe Amsterdam. So that's generally how we see ourselves. In, in the okay, yeah. cool. All right. So I'm curious, you've had a lot of success already, and I know a lot more is to come. Is there something in your career or a certain project or company that you worked with that you look back on and you're like, that was like a really proud or significant moment um, mm. for either yourself or just like the uh, Toronto region in general? Well, uh, thank you. Uh, sometimes when we look at our own careers, we're kind of like, uh, am I doing a good job or not? So <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're all doing the best we can. Uh, but yeah, no, this is one of those jobs where, you know, it, it's certainly very rewarding, right? You know, ideally you work with a company and, and if they set up a physical spot, you know, you could this is very romantic to say, but you, know, you could walk by and say, I helped that, you know, sign get nope. there and I helped people hire, be hired. I, you know, this was more so before COVID, but, uh, you know, we, we would often host companies in our offices and if they're looking to hire. So they would, before they had their own workspace, they would use Toronto Global's boardrooms and, you know, seeing people come for interviews and they'd be like, I'm interviewing with this company, but it says Toronto Global. Like, no, no, you have the right spot. Come on in, right? Yep. <laughs> and, and seeing people get jobs, it was very rewarding. So I have to say, uh, all and I do work with mostly Americans, and it's all been wonderful, honestly. Um, one company that I've really enjoyed working with that, that I would like to highlight is, is it's a company called Recursion Pharmaceuticals. Um, they're actually based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, and they have a couple of teams. They have a team in uh, California, I believe, um, and now they have a team in Toronto and Montreal, actually. And so that was just a wonderful experience where kind of the typical economic development journey where I kind of reached out 
you know, cold, kind of introduced myself to the company. I was making my first trip to Salt Lake City for work. And, and I, you know, arranged a time to meet with um, some folks over there at Recursion. Uh, they're actually my last meeting before I was to leave the city. So, and then this was in January of 2020, obviously oh. COVID, you know, COVID yeah. happened a few months later. So, you know, you stay in touch and try mm-hmm. to be helpful and offer interesting information. And there's a fantastic group of people to, to be in contact with. And then at some point, um, this was about, I guess, a year and a half ago, they said, you know what, we'd like to learn more. And so what we did was, you know, I connected them to a whole bunch of Toronto leaders, you know, help them understand. And, and frankly, at one point, it seemed like it was a Toronto or Montreal type thing. And so there's a little bit of, you know, tr- traditional Toronto-Montreal rivalry going on. But, uh, but again, I, I stick my line of, you know, it's a win for all of us. And, mm-hmm. and actually, it turned out that they ended up finding angles to land in both communities, you know, tapping into our AI ecosystem, but also tapping into Montreal's. And yeah, so about a year ago, um, I guess, yeah, June 2021, they kind of announced for Toronto and Montreal. And so it's, it's one of those stories where it's like everybody works and, and yeah. so wonderful. And yeah, and so working with them, at the team at Recursion, it was a chance for me to kind of give my full suite of services. Uh, and it was just so rewarding. And they plan to have a physical footprint here downtown. So I can go hopefully one day and point out to their sign saying, hey, you know, did a little bit, help them look to Toronto. So. Yes, I love that. And I, I often, you know, you kind of said it's that romantic feeling of like, I helped do that. I feel like when I, I have five kids of my own now, and I think about like when I have grandkids, like I'm going to be that grandparent that's like <laughs> driving by things saying like, this used to be that's it. Exactly. <laughs> X, Y, and Z, and it's now this, you know, I feel like that's one of the really cool things we get to do. And <laughs> um, I know most economic developers feel that same way. Like we get to help kind of transform these areas and it's, it's really rewarding work and exciting when you can walk by something. Cause yeah. sometimes it's, you know, just like a road or <laughs> a yeah. program that's yeah. a little bit harder to visualize. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I love this podcast. I love learning about all the different people and what they're doing, but I think it's really special when we get to cross the border and kind of hear what our neighbors to the north are doing. And we're just hearing more and more site consultants, U.S.-based site consultants, really their interest being piqued in what's happening in Canada. And I I feel like we're going to be hearing more and more success stories from Canada and get a chance to network more. So it's really exciting. And I I hope we stay in touch and can kind of share what's going on and um, yeah, continue to network. So thank you for sharing a little bit of your time with our listening audience today. We're delighted to have you. My pleasure. And, and thank you again. And yeah, absolutely. The one thing I, I also love about this job is that I love it when people come to visit. And Toronto Pearson International Airport is one of the most uh, uh, active in North America. So you should be able to find a, a direct flight uh, from your own community. So if anybody out there would love to come and, and come for a tour and, and visit and have some conversations, I'd love that. Uh, yes. Love to stay connected. So. And listen, if you have not been to Toronto, you have to go. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's an amazing city. My cousin actually met his wife standing in line <laughs> um, at one of the tourist attractions in Toronto. So there you go. She now moved to the United States and they live outside of Detroit, but they travel back and forth as much as they can. The the pandemic kind of yeah you know, drastically changed that feeling for them. Yeah. But yeah. whether in the summer or even in our winter, <laughs> I would yes. say winter is my favorite season yep. and there's lots of things to do. And so even if it's a bit cold, you know, we'll get you a jacket, but we'll, we'll have fun. 
Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. We hope to see you soon. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for sticking with us till the very end. This podcast is sponsored by Research on Investment, Lead Generation for Economic Development, and Gazelle AI. Spend more time closing, less time chasing. Did you like what you heard today? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The America's Jobs Team podcast is audio engineered by Andrea Fuller and produced by Faye Davis.